You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast provides daily updates on Florida's response to coronavirus with a particular focus on North Central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. Hello, I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and this is From the Front Lines. Here are the most recent COVID-19 numbers from around the state. There are now 254 positive cases of COVID-19 in Alachua County, according to the latest numbers from the State Department of Health. Positive case numbers in the north-central Florida region include 271 in Clay County, 151 in Marion County, and 97 in Citrus County. Statewide, there are more than 32,000 positive cases of the coronavirus and a reported 1,088 deaths. The Alachua Women, Infants, and Children Program, also known as WIC, will be serving the public remotely during the coronavirus pandemic through a supplemental program that can sign people up from home. Alachua County WIC Outreach Coordinator Candy Morris says the program also offers resources for women who are pregnant or breastfeeding or who have been recently pregnant, infants, and children under age 5. Many people are finding themselves in new financial situations, and we want them to know that we are still here for them stronger than ever to help them provide for their families. Once deemed eligible, the WIC program will set up an appointment, perform an income screening, provide nutrition counseling, and issue the benefits. For assistance, you can call 352-225-4343. Alachua County Public School Superintendent Karen Clark will host a live telephone town hall meeting later this week to respond to questions from families, employees, and the public about the impact of COVID-19 on local schools and students. Other district and school staff will also be available to respond to questions. The meeting will be held on Thursday from 6 to 7 at night and will also air live on Cox Channel 12 and stream on the district's website, www.sbac.edu. The town hall will be available in both English and Spanish. ACPS families and employees are already registered through their primary phone number listed on the district's database. Governor Ron DeSantis says roughly 300,000 unemployment claims were processed this weekend as the State Department of Economic Opportunity system was down. The agency announced last week that its Connect system, the subject of recent controversy, would be offline so work could be done to clear a portion of its massive claims backlog. DEO says since March 15th, nearly 210,000 unique claimants have been paid benefits, or about 25% of unique claims submitted. DeSantis told media today progress has been made in leaps and bounds compared to weeks ago. And so this is now, we will have done a total of almost 500, actually I think over 500,000 payments now. To put that in perspective, all of last year, I think there was like 300 some thousand, some claimants. Since COVID-19 related economic restrictions were put in place mid-March, DEO reports about $200 million in unemployment assistance has been paid to Floridians. DeSantis recently put Department of Management Services head Jonathan Satter in charge of all things unemployment at DEO. Governor DeSantis is also saying that the state will reopen from the coronavirus economic shutdown in baby steps and that its regions could reopen at different times and rates. The governor adds that for most people, the reopening's first phase will not be much different than what they are experiencing now with schools and non-essential businesses closed and people being encouraged to stay home. He is expected to begin laying out his plans this week as he reviews recommendations from a task force he appointed that looked at reopening various aspects of the economy. Stay-at-home orders related to the COVID-19 pandemic are meant to keep people safe from the virus. But for victims and survivors of domestic violence, home may not be a safe option, according to research from the American Psychological Association. 
WUFT's Taylor Levesque spoke with Peaceful Paths Executive Director Dr. Teresa Beachy. She says even though there are restrictions, the Domestic Violence Center continues to help survivors during these trying times. How is Peaceful Paths operating during the outbreak of COVID-19? Peaceful Paths continues to provide uh, full capacity shelter and helpline services, including cell phone numbers where survivors can reach out via text. And our outreach offices remain open Monday through Thursday from 9 to 5. Evidence shows there's an increase in domestic violence during this pandemic. Has the shelter seen any increases than normal? Shelter services are actually below normal capacity, and we think that that's due to the fact that People are afraid of being with strangers, and we understand that during a pandemic where you're in a community setting, that may be a difficult choice for a survivor to make. Survivors are at risk at at all times from their abusers, and anytime um, there is an increase in stressful situations, we often see it in Florida with hurricanes, um, but the increased unemployment, increased financial stress, That's not going to cause domestic violence, but it's definitely going to increase risk factors where violence is already uh, a part of the relationship. What we are seeing an increase in is our outreach and helpline calls, as well as our demand for legal services. So we know that once the pandemic starts to slow down and things start to open up again, that we will see a huge uptick in the demand for services Uh, both in shelter and outreach, and specifically outreach programs related to counseling. Given restrictions, what services are still available um, that people can utilize? Anyone uh, who is in need of uh, advocacy for domestic violence or services for domestic violence can come to our outreach office Monday through Thursday. We have pantry food available. Uh, We have advocates that you can talk to to discuss safety planning, uh, as well as do referrals for our telephone counseling programs. Uh, We can get you and your children signed up for support groups once those Uh, start becoming available again, and mainly just to make contact to allow survivors to know that they're not alone during this time. Victims can stay for um, a certain amount of time on your campus, correct? Correct. For the ones that are still staying on the campus, are cleaning services more aggressive, or how are you all dealing with that? We've moved our capacity in shelter to one family per room which has reduced the amount of beds that we have available, but has definitely uh, corresponded with the social distancing guidelines. And we are doing extra cleaning and providing masks and gloves for the residents, as well as putting some restrictions on their coming and going in terms of non-essential trips, just like the county is suggesting and recommending for everyone else. We're doing that as well for the survivors staying with us. And are you testing um, people for the virus before they come on campus? We are not providing any testing at this time. We do have uh, access to uh, some of the testing that's being done for the homeless populations through UF and the county health department. Um, And we have had one uh, resident that was tested and was negative. So we know that that's available if anyone decides that they feel that they've been exposed and would like to be tested. For anybody that is affected by domestic violence who may think they need help, what is your message to them, especially during this time? That services are still available, and they, they can reach us uh, 24-7 uh, at our one of our helplines. They can call us at 
377-8255, or they can text us uh, 24-7 at 352-727-0948. Just to make sure that folks know if uh, they are looking to support Peaceful Paths during this time, that they can follow us on Facebook and find our wish lists for current needs, as well as uh, see any additional fundraisers that we are doing during this time to hopefully keep our donors and supporters engaged. From the Front Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, Melissa Fato, and Cameron Lund. Also, thanks to our fellow Florida public media stations for their contributions to this podcast. And a special thank you to Matt Abramson and Craig Lee for their work behind the scenes. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have a story to share with From the Front Lines, please contact WUFT on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to news at WUFT.org. That's news at WUFT.org. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening.